What's going on? It is the Spocast. We are back. It is a Tuesday night, though I can admit I've thought it's Monday all day today. Coming off the holiday, coming off a nice Bills win, everything else this week. Uh, welcome in. It is Fantasy Draft Night. Looking forward to this. I am Rob Sanderson, along with Johnny Cashmere and Big 80s Donnie B. Gentlemen, how's it going tonight? Hello, hello. How's it going, man? Like you said, the Fantasy Draft. We've been waiting for this for weeks, brother. I'm excited. Yes. We've been a little a little loose coming up with kind of the rules. We haven't done this before, so uh, we'll figure out that we got a bunch of categories uh, to go through and uh, and draft out basically who we would pick to start our own individual TV wrestling companies today. Basically, nobody that's under a current TV contract is eligible to be drafted. Anybody else is pretty much fair game. Um, and I believe we decided that we we can draft the same people um we're drafting separate uh, teams here basically but there can be duplicates on that so you see the board on the screen uh, for those that are watching the podcast heavyweight champ women's tag uh secondary champion like a mid-card title death match and then we get into valets managers refs commentary ring announcers and social media star so um we're going to kind of fly through that a bunch of categories to get to but uh first before we get too far into the show Pretty exciting announcements uh, for the next uh, Spo show, Johnny. Yeah, we're going to watch a cool video uh, made by Corazon. Uh, check this out, everybody. A two out of three Woo. doors match. Yeah. Uh, I can confidently say that is not something I've ever typed out on a match graphic before. <laughs> uh, when I found that out, uh, that's uh, that's pretty cool. That is uh, unique stuff. And uh, and I know you mentioned as well, there's a little special part for the fans with that uh, match as well. That's right. Um, basically, we're doing door prizes with the door match. So every time... <laughs> For every door that breaks, we're giving away a retro video game system to fans that have uh, advanced tickets. So nice. basically, wow. uh, it's a two out of three doors match. So, you know, do the uh, do the math, right? It's going to be at least two that we're giving away. So uh, after the match, we count up the broken doors and then we uh, pull some random people's, uh, you know, based on advanced tickets. Nice. SpoWrestling.com. You can get your advanced tickets. That show is one month and two days away. Uh, yeah, kind of sneaking up uh, quickly. I like that door prizes. I get it. I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's it, man. We got to do it. And as you see down the bottom here below me, you see a picture of Killdozer. That's him right there, Matt Tremont. And on the other side, Christina Marie. Talk about Beauty and the Beast right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, a fun show coming up in uh, in February there, and uh, yeah, looking looking forward to that. There's a lot on that uh, show already announced that is uh, big time stuff. Getting a lot of buzz out there too. I mean, it's also the first time I've ever made a uh, John Zandig match graphic, so oh, didn't nice. necessarily think I'd be doing that in the year 2024. But here we are. So yeah, nor stuff. did anyone on this podcast, brother. Nor did anyone. <laughs> All right. Well, it is uh, it is draft night. And again, we got a bunch of uh, categories to go through. I don't know if we want to kind of just alternate who goes first and pick a category out and, and start. Um, any preference where we start on the board? Wherever you want. Let's go. Uh, How about valet? Let's go valet. All right. All right, let me check the uh, chat. I haven't really been checking the chat. Hey, Wrestling Cause, Belinda. All right. All right, we're ready. So you guys can put your 
put your picks in the chat as we go. Okay. So valet is a little tough just because I feel like that's something that doesn't happen as much these days as it did before. And, and we do have kind of a mix, a little bit of, uh, of people who valet and also wrestle, but, what is um, that? It's Donnie. <laughs> never fails. They're calling with a delayed opening tomorrow for school. And there's five people in my house, but everybody is lets the phone ring. I live in an insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was lying. Just is that a, so that's an answering machine? Like a like a landline yeah. phone? Oh yeah, we have a land. I'm big 80s, bro. Of course, I that's exactly what I thought I was saying because I haven't yeah. heard one of those in forever. That is vintage stuff, right? It's right there. in back of my fake New York City skyline. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh my goodness! All right, now you guys well, yeah, call it's it. snow here. Yeah. It snowed in the Northeast. Uh, we had inches of snow, so it of course stopped life. So yeah, some places are a little better prepared for that than others. So <laughs> I can still uh, hear it. <laughs> Someone mute Donnie. Can we mute him? Yeah, it's. <laughs> I muted him. We're live, pal. All right. Sorry. I'll unmute you, Donnie. All right. Go ahead. So, Valet. All right. You want to go first? You want to. Yeah, John, I, you I chose, and I don't know a ton of valets. There aren't a million of them anymore. So, I picked Valentina from CZW. Um, saw her on an event a little while back. She did really well. I was impressed. Rob? Donnie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. This is kind of cheating, but I'm going to go with Steph DeLander because um, she does do a good amount of, of valeting as well. Um, but I just think there's there's so much of a character there uh, and involvement, able to get involved in stuff. So um, it feels kind of cheap picking her, but I, I, I'm going with Steph DeLander. That's good. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know how to say her name. It's like Portia or Portia or something. It's a female valet from mcw from maryland championship wrestling she has like purple hair she's got a hell of an act i can't i gotta i gotta find her exact spelling of her name but that's my pick i think she's pretty awesome i saw her on some match from dan from uh, mcw she was great i'll find it before the end of this very specific i like it <laughs> some some girl with purple hair on some match with dan from mcw I'm manager guy. porsche but i'm not I'm not totally sure. So. Totally yeah, I was getting right. close. I'll it's find a two it. Two-hour delay, bro. The two-hour delay is just throwing you off. <laughs> it did. <laughs> All right. So oh, that was Portia. Valet. Portia. P-O-R-T-I-A. See, I did write it down. Portia. Yeah. Like okay. Portia. Got it's it. French. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> no, she's great. Good act. All right. All right. Do 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 do. Where do we go next? Oh, tag champs and number one contenders. Oh, there you go. All right. I'm going to start this one off if you guys don't mind. Yeah, you may. All right. So um, obviously I couldn't pick anyone in SPO because obviously I have my dream team already. Um, so I picked the Billington Bulldogs, brother. They're my champions. Ooh. Um, All right. And uh, from the UK and their number one contenders would be PME from the Midwest, the Philly Marino experience, some Ooh. phenomenal veterans, well-seasoned tag team that is just so over and just, just chef's kiss, so to speak. So that'd be my team. Wow. All right. Can I go? Yeah. Yes. My tag team champs. Um, and I'm only putting them as champs because I think we could draw money with the contenders, which I'll name next. My tag team champs are guys that are on, they're not signed for a contract. They're wrestle mainly in OBW. They're all over the place. The Outrunners, Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd. I'm telling you, other than you guys, if there was a team out there right now in the world that I mean that I big 80s would be perfect with, it's those guys. I love what they do. I love what they bring. It's a total old school pro wrestling heel act. I absolutely love it. They would be my champs and my contenders my number one contenders which i think this feud would be awesome would be the rep obviously dave mccall and uh nate wallace i think the rep with those guys feuding with them could draw money um i love both of those teams that's my pick very good thank you i'll be honest i think this is the toughest category for me to pick uh there are so many good options out there right now 
I am going to take as my tag champs the team formerly known as the Bang Bros, uh, and that would be uh, August Matthews and Davey Bang out of the Chicago area. Um, some of their double team maneuvers, uh, the riding the bus uh, thing, which there was one match in ESW where that got cut off by CXR. It was so good. Um, so I'm going to pick them as my uh, tag champs, and this is really tough, uh, but I'm going to go with a little local bias and go to infinity and beyond uh, as the runners up Condelaney and Cheech, uh, who I am definitely looking forward to calling their match in just three nights uh, in Niagara Falls against another team that's obviously on this list in the backseats, the new backseats. So uh, that's coming up Friday night. Uh, but yeah, there, there's so many other contenders there that I hate to leave so many teams out, but um, those are those are the ones that come to mind uh, first. Nice, nice, so. good pick. All right, good picks. Let's go on to the next. And then one. A nice mix too. We got, we got all yeah, almost got completely different picks there. So yeah, I figured that. I had a feeling that was going to happen actually. That outrunners pick though, that was definitely a, a contender for me. So I, I like that one. That's an underrated. Hey. One. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed, Donnie. They entertain the hell out of me. Yeah. I do know tag teams, you know. Yes, I know. I know a little something about them. You do. <laughs> All right. Speaking of something, you know something about manager brother. Managers. Ooh. Well, I'll Let's go first. It. This is my forte. I believe the best young manager on the Indies right now is the creator and the owner of the trust fund, Mr. Jared Silvercleat. That's my boy. He's the modern-day Jimmy Hart. I love me some Jared Silbercleat. I think 2024 is prime for him to break out, and I hope he does. I love Jared. That's my pick. Donnie, you know Jared is managing Wrecking Ball in the two out of three doors match against uh, Tremont on the 18th of February. I think that's one of the best. When you talk wrestler and manager combinations on the scene today, I think that's one of the best. I've seen them both individually and with teams and this and that, even with the Graysons back in the day. There's just something about Wrecking Ball with Jared that just works. It's that dynamic, you know, a big yeah. guy, little guy. It's, it's automatic heat. Um, great combination. I'm such a fan of Wrecking Ball. He is such a behemoth. It's it's like Bam Bam Bigelow. I love it. Um, all right. So, manager, I picked Sydney Bacabella. I don't know if you're aware. Ooh, Donnie, but from Northeast Wrestling. Yeah. What do you mean um, am I aware? I'm aware of everything. I'm such a <laughs> fan of him, man. He he reminds me of what Bachwinkle said about Heenan, where he said, yes. if I don't show up tonight, Heenan can do everything I do. But if Heenan doesn't show up, I can't do everything he does. Bacabella is like that. He's like the Heenan of the Indies, man. And I'm so impressed with him. Um, so that's I awesome. That's fine. Yep. As much as I'm tempted to switch and name somebody else, that is exactly who I was going to go with. Uh, some of his stuff, Bacabella's stuff is so entertaining. That old school stuff, he gets some serious heat uh, at Beyond as well. I mean, just the, the some of the stuff that he says on commentary when he jumps in is just so ridiculous and entertaining. And you don't find too much of that these days. No. I mean, uh, managers on the indies are not as common as they used to be as well um for whatever reason that is so mm -hmm. um i don't um, i unfortunately don't think there are a ton of contenders in that category but bacabello's no. top of my list as well yeah all right women and number one contender but i'm pumped i'll start this rob okay go ahead oh yeah rob you should start one good karma this is a tricky one because i do think that there are some people out there who wrestle a lot on the indies that kind of have some kind of light contract status like one of those tiered deals where yeah uh, I, I don't necessarily want to count that but I'm, I'm gonna still go um completely independent uh for this uh my women's champion would be shaza mckenzie uh who recently relocated from australia to the states to st louis um always I mean, she's been one of my favorites to watch in the ring for a very long time um i I'm not going I, I, Mercedes Martinez. If she counted would be on my list. I'm just gonna throw that out there. She's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, but uh, Shanza would be my champion. <sighs> the runner up is so tough and I'm still going back and forth in my mind here, but um, I'm going to go with 
some people would say this wouldn't count. I'm going to say it counts because nothing's been announced. But Megan Bain, I was over in Japan right now. But you rat. (laughs) Yeah, I have to go. I I just think like she's such a powerhouse. You took Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, there's so many options out there, but uh, I've been a big fan. Well, somebody I still have never called a match of, um, but a big fan of of Megan. Well done, Donnie. Okay, for me, with the runner-up to me, I don't know if you guys are looking at this a different way. To me, the runner-up is somebody that should be able to feud with the champ and draw money. Right. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm that's what I'm basing my number ones on. Um yes. so my champion, again, I don't know if she's I think she's completely independent, but my champion as a heel would be none other than Hollywood Haley J from OBW with her mom as a manager. If I could combine that <laughs> act, if I could combine that act. It'd be a billion dollar act. I'd have her mom as like the over overbearing dance mom, like stage mom. She's the only one that Haley J is afraid of. If they could somehow pull that off, I'm telling you, that's a million dollar act, dude. So that would be my champ, Hollywood Haley J. Um, I'm a huge fan of hers and the mom, Maria. And my runner up, I saw her in Newark at an AEW show last week, Queen Amanita. Uh, she's awesome, man. She got a great look. Uh, can work. She's young. Um, that's my. I pick her as my number one contender, chasing the champ. I think she's she's got a bright future. She really. I mean, she's had some really good matches as of late, especially, but really shined in that Mariah May debut there in, in New York. Sure I did, mean, and I was there. I was really impressed. I can tell you, she was over so much there. Yeah, yeah, she was over, and she was. She, the crowd knew who she was, bro, and she was over. And Mariah May was over, but. I'm telling you, if I was Tony Khan, I would have looked at her too, man. I would have said, hmm, why don't you stick around for a few more shows? I think she might be. That's that's a, yeah. she's another one that's kind of on that list that we don't really know for sure, but she's made making more appearances. I would slide so. her right into that act with Nana and Swerve Strickland in a heartbeat. Put her in there as the queen doing a whole gimmick, coming out with Nana on a whole bit. It's right in front of him, man. It's literally right there. That's neat. Of course it is. I thought of it. All right. <laughs> I picked uh, from Canada, Silesia Sparks. You oh, that's a her? great pick. That's oh, great wow. Pick. Yo, and she's seasoned as hell, yeah. man. She is, and she's, I'm not, believe me, she's young. She's beautiful. She's in, she's pretty much in show shape to perform as a bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, and then her opponent to draw money to chase as the face, little mean Kathleen. Come on. Oh, I love that name. Yeah. Right. You just love oh, saying good it. picks. I do. Little mean Kathleen. Oh, I've never seen her. That. I've never seen a match, but <laughs> yeah, she's over. She calls us the car seats. She goes, Oh, the car seats are here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. There's that's another category where, I mean, I, I feel like that could be a whole episode of different people that uh, it's been nice to like some of the indies have really like started to up their game with some of the women's divisions and some indies have been doing it great for a very long time. But I mean, there are, there are so many great wrestlers out there. Also looking forward to Friday night, Christina Marie against Katie Arquette calling that match. Can't wait. Yep. And Donnie, look at the screen. Bernie deal said Gia Scott and number one contender would be Christina Marie. Do you remember her? Do you know Bernie deal? He sounds familiar. Do I know him? Remember we used to say he was Fraser crane. Oh my God. Hello, Seattle. I'm listening. Yeah, that's him. Bernie Deal. Bad Bernie wow, Deal. What a big, big Bernie burn. Deal. Yeah, I love him, man. So we've we've stayed in touch. Good to see you, What Bernie. a nice Thanks fellow, yeah. And then uh Harold Pollock said women's champ would be Lady Frost and contender would be Oh damn uh, it. Uh, yep. I thought Lady Frost was part of ROH. Maybe I'm wrong. Lady Frost is awesome, dude. If I was running mm-hmm. a company, Lady Frost would be on my roster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Frozen yeah. made what a billion and a half dollars they made with the movie Frozen. And you can't figure out how to make money with fucking Lady Frost? Oh, man. The whole entrance with snow. I'd make gimmicks shooting out of her hands or whatever. Like, oh, bro, she'd be Glacier. on lunchboxes and everything else. Yep. Glacier 2024. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, do, 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 Referee. All right. I'll start. And I picked uh, H2O's Nick Papagiorgio. He's a fun referee to feud with, and uh, he's cool to hang out in the locker room, and he's great at what he does. Very good. Do I go? Yes. Yeah. There's only one pick for me. Johnny knows who I'm going to pick. It's <laughs> Mike Keener. Oh, okay. It's Mike Keener. 
I'll ride with Mike Keener till the day they put me in the ground, man. If I ever, any wrestling show I have ever done, one of my first calls has always been to Mike Keener. I love Mike Keener. The fact that he never got into a major organization is up there with me as far as like, is there a Bigfoot or Loch Ness or is there outer space aliens and all that? Like, I can't figure out how nobody ever booked Mike Keener full time. But my pick is Mike. Yeah. He's, I mean, kind of retired. I tried to, he won't even rent us his belts. He's like, I don't even want to take him out of the case. Nah, I, I get just it. picture him. Ah, Mark, you don't need the belts, Mark. Mark, greenies. Yeah. Greenies, get a polish. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right. All right, Rob, referee, brother. Yeah, uh, another one with a, a, a good amount of underrated contenders on this. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to to GCW here just because I, I like to see that they've gotten to the point where as much as they're traveling around the world doing these shows, they're bringing their refs, their same ref crew, East Coast, West Coast, Japan, whatever. Um, and so their experience, they've gotten a lot better. Um, and really that whole crew, I could pick anybody from it. I'm going to pick Scarlett Donovan uh, just a, as one of the still kind of few uh, female refs out there. Uh, very poised, doesn't take away uh, from kind of the the match as, as some referees can do a little too much of, um, but lays down the law. Um, but uh, to shout, a shout out to that whole crew. Um, but yeah. Nice. So far, we got some good picks, guys. Yeah, so man, we got a company here. We all did our homework too and took it seriously. Like, see? Can... <laughs> all right, so let's see what's next. Uh, get rid of referee. Boop, 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 boop. Secondary champ and number one contender. Now, guys, real quick, I'm going to tell you the problem I had. The problem I had is on the indies to call someone a heavyweight champion, you can be 180 pounds, 170 yeah. pounds. So what I did was the heavyweight champion is an actual heavyweight, and this would be more not heavyweight is how I'm doing it. Okay. I'm so, cool with that. All right. So secondary champ, I'm picking uh, Mo Jabari from uh, Dungeon Ooh. Wrestling. Yeah, I think Mo's awesome. And I think to chase him would be uh, Lince Dorado. Lucha Lit, Lince Ooh. Dorado. Very good. All right, I'll go. My secondary champ on the Indies is a man who I have a lot of admiration for. I've uh, looked at him as a protege a little bit. Uh, he's over in Japan right now wrestling for Noah, and that would be Mr. Anthony Green. I love Anthony Green. He's one of the most professional people I've ever worked with. And my number one contender to chase Anthony Green as a heel would be Casey Navarro. Nice. I love it. I think that kid's great, man. I think he's an awesome, arrogant heel gimmick. Just waiting to be pushed to the moon, bro. That feud would be would draw some money. Hell yeah. I didn't pick AG because I knew you were going to pick him, Donnie. That, that's your Thank guy. Thank you, brother. That's I love AG. Li that's your licked cookie. I How can they not? Yeah. Yep. All right, Rob. All right. Uh, yeah, another category that is tough. Show because uh, There's so many ones that could be, I mean, they could be in the heavyweight category as well for me. Uh, I he's had heavyweight gold, including in PWU, but my champ for this just because he didn't make it on the other one for when we get to the the world title or the heavyweight title is uh, Big League John McChesney. Uh, nice. I've been a big fan of of Fabs for decades. Um, I think he can still go uh, with anybody in there and, and kind of a mix of styles. So and and brings that kind of like professional attitude. Like we're talking about starting a TV company. He's somebody who shows up in a suit he can cut a promo he can do the media appearances all that kind of stuff so um mcchesney would be my uh my secondary champ there and then it's tough to narrow down but uh the challenger i'm gonna go with a young man out of texas in will all day uh, who i got to know a little oh. bit uh with uh when i was calling wrestle circus down in austin uh high flyer uh booker t trainee um it just he's a younger guy that has that kind of look and i think is still underrated um i think to be quite honest not, not to i'm not trying to put down any other areas of the country but i feel like if he was somebody that lived on the east coast he'd be on every poster that we see right. so nice good one that was a good one wow some good ones and guess who i talked to today sanderson mcchesney yes All john right. mcchesney <laughs> nice and guess what we have coming up that i'm going to announce later Ooh. A PWU match, a retro showcase match coming up on the 18th. We're going to talk about it later. I was on the phone with McChesney today. He may or may not be one of the guys in it. We'll find out next Monday. But uh, 
that'll be a little bit later. But good choices, man. All right, let's go back through here. Let's see. And commentary. Ooh. All right. One one commentator, like a lead. I just chose one, but we can okay, do more than one. I'm going to do one. two, but um, well, do two in case one gets canceled. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we well, I'm going to do a play by play in a color, and it's it's still kind of uh, cheating because one is is well known, and the other one I already named for a different category. But uh, this is a category I'm, I'm very uh, opinionated about. There are plenty that I really like. There are some that aren't my style, but they are for somebody else. Um, that being said, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of commentators swearing. Leave that to the wrestlers. Let them and the managers do that. I don't think commentators should. That said, my commentary team on play-by-play, Dave Brazak, I think he's somebody who should be on actual television every week and still isn't and does such a great job. Uh, and my color commentator is the one who I've always enjoyed commentating with myself, including at Wrestle Circus and uh, and Every Time I Die show and some other stuff. But uh, Colin Delaney, um, I think yeah. he's an incredible wrestler, singles tag team. Um, you know, a lot of people just know him as like the jobber from WWE back in the day with Dreamer. Um, but he is somebody. I mean, he's another Rochester friend, but like he's somebody who is so quirky he's so entertaining he was my color commentator when we called the uh orange cassidy gentleman jervis match that has had like something like 10 million combined views over the years it still keeps popping up all the time and to me he was the mvp of the commentary on that just made it so entertaining and funny uh it was cracking me up the whole time so praise zach and laney nice and i'm gonna agree with harold pollock um i chose where is it right here Joe Dombrowski uh, from MLW. He uh, he filled in um, at Greektown with Nug, and Nug is awesome too. Um, and I just I fell in love. Uh, Dombrowski's phenomenal. All right, very good. All right, I shall pick two. My two commentators, my play-by-play, my mean gene, my straight guy would be Shane Fair, the great Shane Fair, who I absolutely mm-hmm. love. I think he's phenomenal. And if I could get this gentleman to come out of retirement, I think he was awesome back in the day. I love him. He's one of my favorite people ever. And if I'm trying to draw money, I think a guy who was like Heenan on the microphone, which, like I said, if I could get him to do it, would be the Duke of New York, Al Getz, Mr. Alan Barry. If I could get Al Getz to come out of retirement. If I was starting a company, I would call Al and bring him in in a heartbeat. Love Al. From the crowd, brother. Baseball cap, right? Yep. The Duke yeah. of New York, whatever Al wants, Al gets. Yeah, it's the Joe <laughs> Pesci from uh, Lethal Weapon 3 gimmick. Yeah, it was always the rib, yeah, but uh, I love Al. Nice. And I'll just throw a real quick shout-out to John McGraw, who was my partner in 2CW for years. Uh, he comes in. We we recently got to call a, a basketball game together. It was his first time doing real sports together, but he's also a hockey announcer. We did 2CW together, and he would show up with, I mean, a binder with, like, just like chapters of notes so prepared um i didn't know how we were gonna like mesh together when we started calling things together because we didn't really know each other at that point and we're both kind of the host style as opposed to the the quirky color commentator or whatever but uh his knowledge and his preparation stuff is second to none so yeah i gotta give him an honorable mention as well and bernie Gill reminded us of brent tearing i don't know if you remember brett timmy of course i do love that kid is he from uh He's from Ian Rotten's, right? Down there, I thought. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I was introduced to him through um, MCW Joey. Dan. Yeah, and Joey Matthews. And okay, yeah, yeah, Alexa I know. Brett, Brett's awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely. Good t- I, I forgot about him. That's I know. That's the part about this. You, you leave some people out, but there's so many good ones. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. And the All fact right, of so the matter is if we were starting a company, I mean, we can't really start with this few amount of people. We just don't oh, yeah, have the time yeah. to go through. So there's plenty of other people that would make the that would actually make the cut. Yes. yes, absolutely. All right. So we did secondary. Let's do deathmatch or hardcore champ number one contender. I'll start this one. All right. Where is it? Uh, I have to choose for the champion, of course, June Kasai from Freedoms in Japan. There's no more hardcore man in the world, in my opinion. 
And I'm going to pick someone who I know is going to break out in the hardcore and deathmatch division. I'm going to pick Declan Grant from H2O. I wrestled him over the summer. Uh, he's fearless. He does craziness, and he's going to break the internet. Just count on it. All right. You can go, Rob. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to use this category to sneak a couple more women onto my roster. Uh, and so my hardcore Smart. champion would actually be Sawyer Wreck, uh, who's a tall powerhouse, believable uh, in death matches, but can do a little bit of everything else. Um, so many categories, some some good options there. Harold just put in the chat as well. Uh, but Sawyer Wreck, I'm going to give the, the belt to. And uh, number one contender, uh, who was just in the States for a tour, uh, is an another Australian woman in Charlie Evans who is not afraid to do anything out there. She's done some of the most insane stuff I've seen in death matches. Um, and shout out to your June Kasai pick as well, because, I mean, who wouldn't want him on their roster? So, Donnie B. Uh, right. Go ahead, Donnie. Uh, <laughs> I, this isn't my forte, but if I had to pick two guys uh, to draw money, have a feud, to me, hardcore wrestling guys should be believable. First and foremost. So I, for my deathmatch, hard, hardcore wrestling, deathmatch brawler kind of guy, my champ would be the Bayonne badass, Dan Moff. And I don't yes. know if Dan's really into that, but if you want a realistic guy that you could see taking a brick and beat the shit out of somebody with it, I'm going with Dan. And I would pair him up with this guy to draw money all across the country would be Matt Tremont. Hell Tremont yeah. And Dan Moff, bro. The promos. Hell yeah. The realism, like that would be the real life Frankenstein and Wolfman, like fighting through the, the walls of the castle coming down and all that. Like I could see that, bro. So that's off the top of my head. I would pick those two guys. I love yeah, Dan I, Moff. I want Dan Moff and Spo ASAP. I love him. Love Dan. Dan's believable, yeah. bro. In I was going to say, that, those people, two against each other you just mentioned, that's the most believable match ever. Like, that's I, what I'm saying. If like, you guys else, know you'd... this is wrestling or like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would suspend disbelief. You could see him. In the ring, oh, you know, I, I, I kind of get what wrestling is, but I don't know, man. This shit right. looks real. Right. No, that's my pick. No. Yeah, I think we're going to get some of that with Wrecking Ball and Tremont, but I agree. With Absolutely. Moffin, but Moff and Tremont is sick, dude. That oh, opens up whole new avenues. Has that ever been done? I don't even know. Maybe. I'm aware Dan of. would know. I mean, those guys would know, but off the top of my head, I couldn't think of the them ever wrestling each other. It, it ought to have if it hasn't. Yeah, so, all right, what are we? Wait, all right, so to do to do. So, who's up? Me, yeah, yes. So, wait, which one are we on? Deathmatch, you did death did match. Match. we're done. Yeah, we're done. Deathmatch, yeah. all right, let's go on to the next one. So, let's see, how about we do head of creative? Yes, oh god, oh. all right, now is this one person or because I had I, I chose two. I chose two okay. and figured if they can work together, it'd be great. If not, I'll take one or the other. Go ahead. So I did a men, a women, and then a head of creative, head of creative and an individual person for each for the male roster and female company. Like that's the way I did it. I mean, you, I, I guess we could. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So my person that I would put in charge of the men's division would be Scott Levy Raven. If Scotty's head is on straight, I think he's one of the greatest minds ever in the business. Um, I would have him come run the show for the men's side of the fence. And for the women's side of the fence, I'd hire Allison Danger in a heartbeat. I'd have her running my women's division. And the person to oversee the entire operation, have the final say on things, I'd book Al Snow. I love Al. I think Al's yeah. got a great mind to control things. Is that my phone again? It's Okay. <laughs> You're popular. It's it's Go me ahead. calling you just to make a joke. It's your might be. Do not accept checks for this yeah. man. Go ahead, Johnny. You up. All right. So um creative head. I picked uh Kevin Sullivan and Todd Gordon together, I would think would be Ooh. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one, this is actually a surprise category to me. Um, this is really oh yeah, tough. you're right. That wasn't on the list we gave you. Yeah, I don't know this one. Um, we added it. 
I might, I might, uh, I might need a second on that. I'll come back and I'll, I'll have, I'll tell you well, as soon as I have one. Harold cause... said, "Bully Ray." That's not <laughs> horrible. Bully obviously has something to give because he's still around after all these years and still going strong. Um, another guy, believe it or not, that told me he wanted to be a booker back in the day was uh, Sid. Did you know that, really? Tommy, that Sid had aspirations of being a booker? He actually talked to me about booking in PWU possibly back in the day. Wow. That's yeah, good. Right? I, I like Sid. Every time, other than him no-showing my first show, <laughs> other than that, every interaction I ever had with Sid was great. I never had any issues with him. I mean, for Christ's sakes, he put over Ratchet. I mean, how much of an asshole could he be? He put Ratchet right. over by pin. Still right. to this day, the single greatest indie accomplishment ever. In the Indies was Rick Ratchet pinning Sid Vicious. I don't care what anybody says. I don't give a shit what any other anybody else ever accomplishes. Nothing will ever beat in 1996 Rick Ratchet pinning the shoulders of Sid Vicious. Sorry, but that's Got a great it. pick. All right, so Donnie, so let's see this one here. So social media wrestler. Now I wasn't sure what you meant by that, so I'm going to ask you. I now. meant like. You know how Logan Paul has gotten involved or yes. Bad Bunny, just somebody from either social media or the world of Hollywood or a celebrity to bring in, to bring some eyeballs on your product and to get involved. That's kind gotcha. of what I thought. Gotcha. I see. Um, yeah. I, okay. Who did you pick? I took the comedian, Matt Reif. Matt Reif okay. or Matt Reif is his name. He's a comedian. All the girls seem to love him. I don't know. I was just trying mm -hmm. to think outside the box. And if he could get his followers to come to the product like Logan Paul did, uh, it's probably better picks than him, but that was my pick. That's a good idea. How about uh, how about you? So Rob? I'm going to combine this pick with the head of creative one that I was waiting on, and I'm just going to say that I'm going to sign to the company Sammy Callahan um, as somebody who can do some weird promos and stuff that his uh, ability with video editing and crazy like new school modern like edited promos and stuff like that and i think he does a great job with the revolver uh and putting stuff together just has one of those those interesting minds um he's always been that that type of guy so i'm, I'm gonna say sammy callahan for for both categories combined that's a good one i like that. that's very good i've seen i didn't know that he makes those things He's in, he had he somebody who was like helping him make them because he had but some he's of those the mind behind it. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some of that. It's pretty but wild, know, like, man. And, and like some of their graphics and motion graphics and stuff like he's the one putting those together, which is which is impressive for for somebody that's focused so much on the wrestling side of things to also be doing all of that kind of audio visual stuff and everything else. So nice. Yeah. I saw somebody just put on their cornet for, uh, I guess, uh, yeah. creative. Not a bad yeah. idea. I love Jim and I would use a lot of Jim's ideas. Uh I actually thought of him. I just went mm -hmm. outside the box. Uh, yeah. If I didn't think Jim would kill somebody who didn't listen to him, I would right. probably hire him. But I, I like Jim. I have no issue with Jim. Gotcha. All right. So that was a good one. So we only have two more left. So we got ring announcer coming up. And then finally, it'll be the heavyweight. So let's do ring announcer. So I'll go first. I picked Bob Ortiz. Ooh. from ECW oh. and, and PW and he actually bought us the PW heavyweight title. He's like such a generous, humble, kind human being. I saw him at the super eight. I saw him at the convention at the arena. He's still going around in his brand new Corvette, uh, helping out kids at the skating rink. And he's awesome. So Bob Ortiz. That's awesome. Rob. Uh, a lot of contenders for this, but, um, I'm going to go, if we're talking current and available right now, um, somebody that's on the road quite a bit and working for a lot of companies and a lot of ones that you're showing up at, including this Friday night at ESW, Chris Gullo out of Buffalo, because he brings that, uh, he's very good at, at pushing stuff to the live crowd, um, prepares everything, and also is a stand-up comedian. So you can, you know, if you need to fill time with some of that stuff or whatever, he's got a, a lot of that going on. But uh, he does ESW, does Excite, uh, a bunch of other stuff, um, has done some stuff in Rochester here. So uh, I'm going to go with him. Yep. Very and good. I, so, Harold, go ahead. Oh, my pick. Ah, Harold, you just blew it up. That's yeah. my pick. Emil J. Um, there's just something about him. If I'm starting a company, I kind of want something like different and non-traditional something outside the box 
I don't know. I like that guy. I, I, what I like about him is you can just tell that he loves pro wrestling. When he's in the ring announcing, man, like he just absolutely loves it. So that, that would be my pick. Either him or Steve DeAngelis. If I had to pick two, I love DeAngelis, always will. But uh, Emil is great, man. Donnie, the, um, the, the backseat vault flashback I posted last Thursday, if you go on my Instagram, um, has our entrance. And you can I see Steven. Did you see Steven DeAngelis in the background? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Our entrance is great. Oh, it was like finding Waldo. I remember when he was on the Johnny. Remember when he was on the plane and he was reading the comic books? <laughs> yeah, and they checked them. Remember they let us all go through and made him stand yeah. with his arms open and check with them. his arms. Him and uh, CD Chris Daniels, they each got checked. They were putting their fingers through his hair because he had like that perm. The two most unassuming people on earth, like normal looking people, no issues at all. Meanwhile, creature uh, Trent is just dragging ass right through the line, and they let him go right through. Right. And DeAngelis, you'd think he was, you know, being deported. You, he would might as well have been up against the wall with his hands. He was so like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, he's definitely one of my favorites of all time for ring announcing. I, I mean, I can say for for what I've been able to do in some indie companies over the year, ring announcing is probably actually the most fun I had uh, of anything. Um, I haven't done that. And I stopped doing that in like 2015. Um, but uh, it's definitely something that I think is. If you don't have a good ring announcer like running your show, it fans are not gonna have that same feeling of like I got my money's worth with this ticket. You can get that big time feeling from the ring announcer themselves. I think it's it's the such an important is, thing. The ring announcer is pretty much the first thing to start off the show. So yeah. if you have a shitty vibe or bad energy or your ring announcer's terrible, that's the very first impression. Other than when they walk in and see the ring, the second thing they're going to do is hear your ring announcer for the night. Mm -hmm. So if he's the drizzling shits, that's how you're going to start the show off, dude. The ring announcer is so important. Mm -hmm. Agreed. 100%, brother. Agreed. And I keep putting this up by Tommy Grayson said, Matt Tremont's a good ring announcer. This is Matt Tremont oh. right here in this killdozer thing. Um Yo, he sat in the back and did his ring announcement. He really sounds like Howard Finkel, dude. Like, no joke. He's really good. I think the Fink's the greatest of all time, but I'm biased. But I love the Fink. Oh, man. And got to mention Rich Palladino as well, who does a lot of yes. East Coast as well. He's, he does such a great job and has been doing it I for agree. so long. Yep. Yep. Justin Roberts is good, too. And while I have wrestling calls on here, I want to thank him for um, setting up our Twitter account. We have an X account now. Uh, for oh. Spo Wrestling, so that's going to be growing. So you can search Spo Wrestling uh, on right. X and uh, start start giving us a folly if you don't mind. So yeah, ring announcer is kind of like a ringmaster in a circus. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. So absolutely. All right. So are we all done, ring announcer? I think so. Yep. Oh my gosh, we're already on to the last one, guys. This is so sad. It's going to be over. Our our fantasy draft is about to come to an end. It's heavyweight champ time. Dun dun dun. So let me just say before we do anything, before we do anything, let's just disqualify Big Bill Collier because he's <laughs> obviously the number one draft pick for everyone. Oh I even told him when I saw him at Greek Town, like, bro, you're my number one draft pick. He's probably like, What a weirdo Johnny is. <laughs> but <laughs> well, literally, that was like when I was asking before, I was like, are we going to be able to draft the same people? Because I like in my mind, the reason for that question was like, somebody's going to take Bill Collier before I can get him. So right. how right. do I make sure that I get first pick in that round? But yes. Mm -hmm. um, all right. He's. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's the guy. I yeah, don't Jim, I mean, it's, Jim it's class, ridiculous that he's not on television right. every week. Jim class with Bill Collier was probably the most demasculinizing experience in high school for all these other guys. Yeah. He's a monster. He commands the crowd. And in his picture with Undertaker, he's only like two inches shorter than Taker, which blew my mind. So, all right. So we won't pick Bill Collier. He's he's bona fide honorary champion. So let's see. All right. Sanderson, it's your show, man. Why don't you do first? Oh, boy. Um, let's go through our number one contenders first and then come back around for our champs. All right switch it up a little bit and and i'm it. sorry this is cheating everybody's gonna be like oh of course you picked that uh how can you not pick the most valuable guy that's not under contract right now in matt cardona i understand he's somebody who's been on television a lot uh but what he does for indie companies in bringing people to the show and giving them an experience 
and making companies money, making himself money. Uh, if there's anybody out there on the Indies that isn't studying everything he's doing, they're doing it wrong. That, that's a guy who, I mean, there's no chance I wouldn't try to sign him. So uh, I'm going to pick him as my runner-up, uh, maybe because, I, I don't know, like you, you'd want to have him under that contract, and if you're an indie company, you'd just want to be able to get him booked when he might be available. My question is that he's been doing this for a few years now in indies. Why aren't more of the guys out there doing the same thing as him with the production of content and putting it out there and pushing the shows that he's on and just having good, tight uh, promos? Like he, Matt gives free advice and he has videos out there and explanations on how to set your table up and meet the fans before mm-hmm. shows and step by step tutorials. But yet, I'm sure he would admit this. A lot of the guys aren't doing it. He's, he, I've heard him say in interviews, where he still goes to the shows and guys are in the back. They're, they're not really listening to what he's telling them. Like he's putting it out there for free, but yet he's one of the only guys doing it. I don't understand how more guys on the indies aren't doing what he does. I don't get it. I know he's a huge, you know, he's, he's made that name though. Like he's done that. He's built himself to that. But why aren't these younger guys doing the same thing as him? I, I don't understand it. Well, let me, let me talk on that a second. You know, I was never a Matt Cardona fan ever. Um, but I was a Zack Ryder fan. I really was. Like when he won the uh, Intercontinental title on Mania, I, I got behind him, you know. But let me tell you something, man. He bought Jordan Oliver a pair of boots for no, just wow. because he thought Jordan needed boots. Like as far as Matt Cardona goes, he's enjoying himself, Don. Yeah. That's the answer. That's what it is. So many guys are just doing it because they want to grind out a living. You got to enjoy it. And when you enjoy it, you want to put out content like Matt he, Cardona. He could have been easier to deal with on uh, the show last December. I had him on the show, obviously, for part of Mike's uh, Nova's last match. Matt was an absolute pleasure to deal with, dude. He was fantastic. I, I just keep saying to myself, like, how are there not more guys out there like this? But Right. All right. So who's your, who's your number one contender? My Donnie? number one contender, who I think could really draw some money out there as a heel. Aaron Stevens from the NWA. That's my guy, Aaron Stevens, number one contender for the heavyweight title. I almost had him as my champ, but I picked somebody else. But I have Aaron. I love Aaron. The fact that he's not on, I don't even, my mind can't process that one. I mean, I don't know how he ever got out of the WWF, how they let him go. So fucking six foot four, looks great, can work, can talk, looks like an Adonis. I I don't get it. Yep, but. Aaron, you're my pick, boy. Nice. Now, my Johnny? that's a good one, Donnie. That's a really Thank good you. one. Um, so I don't know who's heel and who's face. You guys can decide after I reveal both of them. So for the first one, I'm just going to say Davy Boy Smith Jr., Harry Smith is my runner-up, is my, you know, I, I think he could be a heel or a face. I think the crowd's going to get behind him either way, and I think he's so talented. So Yeah, that's a that's a really solid pick. He's yes. he's put together so many incredible matches. Has that height? Has that ability? I've always been a big fan of his. Yeah, and some great tag stuff he did as well. Though he's probably not mm-hmm. tagging with his old partner again. Mm-hmm. That guy's in a little bit of trouble continually. So, uh huh. And moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it, guys. It's time. Heavyweight champion. champion of the world, the guy that when we buy our eighteen wheelers. This is the face on the 18 wheelers, guys. All right. Who is it, Donnie? This is the easiest pick for me. Alexander Hammerstone. That's it. Nice. Alexander Hammerstone. You put him on the side of a truck. That truck goes by, put him through the airport, put him on Jimmy Kimmel, put him whatever you want. He's sitting there with a world title belt. People are gonna go, holy shit, that's a professional wrestler. The answer is Alexander Hammerstone. I think the sky's the limit for him. Airport test, brother. He passes Vince McMahon's airport. Passes test. every test out there. Well, maybe That's not it. everyone, but uh, I think he's fantastic. <laughs> good one. Yeah, good choice. All right, Rob, you're going to go last. It's your it's your draft, so I'm going to go next. All right, so Davy Boy Smith will feud with my champion, and these will be some awesome technical matches. Simon Gotch. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, ah. brother. Imagine those. Just, just the rolling around on the mat is going to get a, a, a holy shit chant, in my opinion. 
All right. Um, so since Bill Collier is not available, just want to throw it out there one more time to give him credit. Yeah. Um, I, I we are afraid of him. <laughs> yeah. uh, I my pick is somebody who I believe is available as of today, but that could change any day now. If it hasn't already, it certainly should. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Keith, um, the bounty hunter. It's so good to see him getting some TV matches here these last couple weeks. He's been tearing it up, uh, especially in like North Texas uh, in recent years and stuff. But he's just got that believability. He can do a little bit of everything. Um, he can be a character. He can do all that stuff. Uh, I will say just uh, as an honorable mention on the side, somebody that you just mentioned a minute ago that, that was in contention in my mind is Jordan Oliver. Um, cause he's somebody who also, I mean, he can do some crazy athletic stuff, but he's got that size. Like nobody ever really talks about like how tall Jordan Oliver is and, and what he can do with that. Like he's the type of guy who can be a television guy. He's not going to look too small or anything like that. Um, but Brian Keith will be my champ. Yeah, I didn't pick any GCW guys because GCW is not indie. It it it's not, you know, it's above indie at this point. So I didn't choose anyone from there. Um that's why And I there were rumors recently that Oliver was going to be signing um like with AEW there's a trademark thing and stuff, but I I know he's over working a, an extended tour of indies in the UK and and Europe and stuff. So That's so um, great. That's such a great uh more guys should do that honestly they're just afraid to fly the nest that's what it is man i know lsg did it some other guys have done it bro you're never gonna know how good you are working in your own backyard constantly but i give all the credit in the world to these kids that just pack their bag go overseas and they might not have their calendar full and they go over there and say i'm gonna fill my calendar that's exactly what he's doing bro uh i love it if I can, I did have an honorary mention. If I went Aaron Stevens is my, my first uh, my runner-up, but my pick it was going to be originally was uh, Sean Spears. So he was my honorary pick. He was my dark horse. I love Sean Spears. Sure. I think I'm not sure what happened there with him with AEW. Uh, there was definitely some more to him. I hope I, I kind of hope he gets another chance somewhere, man. I don't know what the deal is now, what he's going to do, but I think he'd be a sneaky good acquisition for TNA Wrestling. I really do, man. So. I love him. Donnie, I've been such a fan of his forever, dude. When he did some match on AEW in like a suit and he did a deal like Flair where the suit was coming off during the match. Yeah. And all, I was like, this dude's all, you know who he reminds me of, Donnie? You're not, you're going to maybe not even believe me, but Simon Dean. Dude. Yeah. He's got some Simon Dean to him. He reminded me of Tully Blanchard a lot. Ooh. There's something. There's something there. I just don't know if him and the company he works for, whoever that is, have been able to come together in agreement as to how he should be produced and presented when they can figure yeah. it out. The sky's the limit. Cause I think Sean Spears is great. I agree. I agree. Hell yeah. And that's without the 10 thing. He's still without awesome. the 10 thing. I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. Wrestler, Sean Spears, he can talk. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to, I'd have to sit with him for a while and figure out a little more about what makes him tick to come up with a good presentation yep. for him. But uh, mm -hmm. I, I could come up with something. You absolutely could. So yeah. we're coming up near the uh, end of the hour. Uh, Tuesday has been fun. We're going to try to go back to Mondays starting this Monday coming up, and we're going to have another big announcement. We're going to announce the PWU Showcase match this coming Monday. So Ooh. look for that, and then we'll talk about it at night. And uh, real quick, we're going to offer uh, pro wrestling birthday parties. Uh, so if you're interested, we're going to do them uh, once a month right there at the firehouse before our events. So uh, just hit us up. Uh, you can DM us or email us or hit us up on Facebook and uh, we can give you all the info. So that should be I cool. I can't tell you how many uh -huh. indie workers I've heard say that the most fun they ever have is working the birthday party shows. It's the you, best. You get to do whatever and just have fun with it and interact so much. So it that's is. cool. Yep. And here a, a fan made this for us, some fan art. Um made us look kind of like a japanese style i love it <laughs> which Phenomenal. one are you in the back i well red hat you know has got to be tommy yeah so i'm probably in the back yeah i guess yeah because then yeah mm -hmm. and then we have that's incredible bing. that's us at h2o brother this past little watch ready for the best picture ever look at that donnie wow brother who are these mean men that's Bro, just heat, man. Like that kind of picture and presentation. That's just heat. And obviously, I would have picked these guys as my number one contenders or champs, but because of our proximity to it, I didn't. But yeah. uh, 
Yeah. Bro. They have big match this Saturday in Greektown uh, against uh, CXR. And we also have, like, Rob, this is – there's Big Bill Collier. You see Channing Decker is going to face – uh, Two Cold Scorpio, you have Alec Price, you have Infinity and Beyond, you have The Backseat, you have Christina Marie. This is going to be a phenomenal event on Friday. So this is a Sweet. big weekend coming up. Yeah, Looking forward weekend. to that. 7 o'clock Friday on IWTV. We'll be uh, mm-hmm. on the call for that. And hopefully yep. the draft, weather will cooperate. The, yeah, sure man. Hopefully the draft, <laughs> this was a lot better than I, I thought it was going to be cool, but this was actually really good, man. Like really thought out. Like we put some effort, like, you know, we put some effort into it, but our picks were all pretty damn good, bro. I, I'd be hard pressed if somebody looked at our three rosters and was like, "Ass shits." I think anybody who looked at them would say, "Hey, yeah, this is pretty good, bro." Yeah. One well, thing Brian I will say Logan. is there's so many people that we were thinking of that didn't make the cut and stuff. And again, obviously, we we're only picking one or two people per category or yeah. something. But uh, indie wrestling in 2024 is alive and well, and there are so many people out there that deserve a chance and are working at it and stuff like that. So. Um, uh, yeah, we could easily do this again sometime and, and come up with completely different names and have more great rosters. You yeah. know, it might be a good idea. Maybe in the summer, if we kind of look back at this draft and see what our draft picks have done, where they've went, what progress they've made, who's been signed, maybe stuff for something like that. Maybe around July or August, maybe July, we could take a look like halfway season mark and, and grade our drafts. As you know what I mean? Yep. Like they do in the NFL, trade your draft picks and see uh see what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah, we'll call the episode the halfway season mark. It'll be perfect. Yeah, there you go. Always think of Johnny. You're my yes. new head of creative if Scotty messes up. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Love it. So before we end, uh, we didn't do a 15 minutes of fame because we didn't have time. That's but right. Donnie, I got one. I'm going to do the next one. You guys can do go them ahead. too. But I definitely am reserving some time on the next Monday for my 15 Ooh. minutes. It's going to be a good one, brother. That's a tease. Oh, heat. <laughs> That's it. I got you know I got it. one too. We'll we'll go back to back next Monday because yes. the insanity around Ocean County, New Jersey has reached a peak level, and I need I think it needs to be addressed, brother. Oh, brother. I'm all ears. I can't wait. All right. So we're gonna end with uh we're gonna show you guys so the PWU match, the retro match, Pro Wrestling Unplugged, the company I used to run uh with Todd Gordon at the ECW arena uh back in the mid 2000s Uh two wrestlers that were PW originals will be wrestling each other for SPO wrestling in the PW showcase match on February 18th. And we're going to announce the two guys this Monday, but in the meantime, we have a video, the PW intro video. And I can tell you both of these guys are in this video multiple times. So you can check it out and see if maybe you can uh, figure out who exactly it is. All right. So we're going to leave you guys with this. Thank you all for watching. Have a great one. And we'll see you, uh, next Monday at 730.
That was cool.